This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1598, Five Hacks to Help Introverted Parents Get Through the Day, by Kaylin Wade of IntrovertDeer.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to ORD. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and on this show, I read to you each and every day from some of the world's best relationship blogs, and then on Thursdays and Fridays, I focus on parenting content specifically. And on this Friday, we will be checking out five hacks to help introverted parents get through the day. Highly important stuff for introverted parents. So let's get into this article now and optimize your life. Five Hacks to Help Introverted Parents Get Through the Day by Kaylin Wade of IntrovertDeer.com What is an introvert? We believe there are a number of signs that you might be one, including You enjoy having time to yourself. Your best thinking occurs when you're alone. You lead best when others are self-starters. And you prefer not to engage with people who seem angry or upset. In other words, you might be an introvert if everything involved in parenting absolutely wears you out. This is particularly true during the baby and toddler stages, when kids are at an especially exhausting combination of dependent on you and louder than you'd ever imagined possible. Until they're old enough to start school, giving you some much-needed recharge time, I've discovered five hacks that can help you get through the day. Number one, reevaluate alone time. A few years ago, my New Year's resolution, and I'm totally serious, was to quit the gym. Why? Because going to the gym meant being surrounded by people, noise, glaring lights, and superficial conversations. I dreaded it. I knew it was time to leave when I almost had a knockout brawl with a woman standing so close to me in Zumba class that her sweaty arm kept rubbing against me mid-dance move. Fast forward three years, workouts in the privacy of my own living room had turned into mayhem. Cats rubbing against my face, children pulling at my clothes and whining. It had simply become easier to skip working out altogether. Then, I realized that escaping to the gym, where I could disappear into a pair of headphones and an elliptical machine, or into a yoga class where everyone is held to the confines of their own rubber mat, could double as both exercise and recharge time. Whereas the bustle of a noisy gym used to drain me, I now find that the commotion gives me something into which I can anonymously escape. But there's still no amount you could pay me to squeeze myself into another Zumba class. Number two, reduce visual clutter. Anyone with a baby knows that when you have a baby, you don't just have a baby. You have a baby and a car seat, and a stroller, and a crib, and a pack and play, and an activity gym, and a play mat, and a high chair, and an extra saucer. 
The list goes on and on, until your house feels like it might rip apart at the corners from the sheer strain of it all. Especially for highly sensitive introverts, to whom visual clutter and overstimulation are not friends, all things baby can get out of hand, and fast. And unfortunately, most of the baby gear from easily accessible retailers tends to feature garish, sense-assaulting color schemes that make it hard for introvert selves to enjoy the sense of order and peacefulness that our busy minds crave. My house was full of these neon colors, flashing lights, and incessantly beeping toys with my first baby, and I constantly felt overwhelmed and stressed. With my second baby, I invested in a few key pieces that have helped to curb the overstimulation I used to feel. Although they may be a little harder to find, pieces like a simple white high chair, or certain play mats and tasteful area rugs, charming activity gyms, these make time in my own home feel calming instead of crushing. Number three, don't put off leaving the house. Many of the introvert coping mechanisms that I embraced back when I was childless, namely declining social events and staying home whenever possible, are no longer options. Kids make it necessary to leave the house on the regular, whether for a trip to the doctor's office, or a friend's birthday party, a ballet class, or even just to the park to wear out some energy. Back in BC time, before children, I would often wait until the last possible minute to get ready and leave for any engagements, delaying the inevitable as long as I could. Now, AC, after children, I found that the longer we wait to walk out the door, the more chaos, yelling, and stress I experience before even arriving at our destination. To ensure we get wherever we're going as refreshed and recharged as possible, I like to add an extra 45 minutes to our pre-departure schedule. This gives me time to calmly handle any surprise baby needs, like diaper emergencies, to gently wake my toddler who rouses much happier with a calm voice than a panicked plea, and to triple-check my daily to-do list to put my mind at ease. Number four, wake up early. I'm not an early bird, by any means, so this is the advice I struggle with the most, even though it's proved to be the most helpful to me. When you're a parent, especially if you're a stay-at-home parent of children who are not yet in school, you are almost never alone, a crippling problem for most introverts. As a result, you have to work hard to carve out and protect your recharge time, and possibly the best way to do this is to wake up before anyone else in the house. Sip your coffee in silence, read a book in bed, even get some laundry running if that might help you get in the right frame of mind for the day. Whatever you do, Make sure to consciously savor the quiet of your usually bustling hours. Try to keep the background noise like television or talk radio to a minimum, unless you are personally recharged by those things. I won't judge. I've noticed that this trick doesn't work as well when I try to capture my alone time at night after everyone else has gone to sleep, because I'm so worn out from the events of the day that this time doesn't really feel rejuvenating. It's like charging your iPhone. If it fully dies before you plug it into the charger, it spends an awful lot of time with that infuriating blank screen doing absolutely nothing before it's able to run again. Better to start the day with a full battery. And number five, capsule everything. This is the trendiest advice I can offer to a highly sensitive introvert. By now, you've probably heard about capsule wardrobes. The idea is to pare your wardrobe down to as few quality pieces as possible that all work together to simplify your morning routines and prevent decision fatigue before your day has even started. But why stop with your wardrobe? Why not use this method with your baby and your toddler? 
I've got bins and drawers and closets full of kids' clothes, but we tend to keep pulling out the same few key pieces every week, simply because they're the most comfortable, or the most loved, or the most stain-friendly. So why do we keep the rest of it around? All it does is use up our decision-making abilities and shelf space, and create loads of extra laundry. So purge it, and relish the freedom and extra brain power you'll gain. And while you're at it, consider what might be referred to as a capsule set of toys, too. Stick to a few key, well-displayed pieces, think of the Montessori method, to keep your life and home both kid and introvert-friendly. You just listened to the post titled, Five Hacks to Help Introverted Parents Get Through the Day by Kaylin Wade of introvertdeer.com. Okay, and a big thank you to Kaylin for this wonderful post. Exactly what I'm sure a lot of introverted parents needed to hear. And whether or not you're able to implement these ideas, while the exhaustion of parenting as an introvert is plain to see, know that it's also helping you grow in so many ways. Each time you have to indulge in loud or stimulating situations that you would otherwise avoid, you strengthen your ability to show up under these circumstances, even if you'll never prefer them. You'll also become more resourceful when it comes to maintaining as much of an introverted life as possible. You know, articles like this get you thinking outside of the box and helping you to honor who you are, or at least the part of you that has a harder time expressing itself as a parent. And I, it might sound corny or cliche or like you could hear it anywhere, but you are regularly being tested as an introverted parent. And there are a lot of lessons and growth to be had if you are open to it all. So do with that what you will, parents. It's time for me to get going. But I thank you for being here as always and listening until the end. Wishing you a great rest of your day and be sure to come on back tomorrow for more. That's where your optimal life awaits.